It's the Coaching Life Podcast. We forgot to decide who's going to intro us today, so I'll, I'll do that. This is episode number 161 nice. of the Coaching Life Podcast. And, uh, you know, for in our 161 episodes of this, of this podcast, we have done interviews. We have had guests on, and we've done interviews with 28 different people. So we've done 28 different interviews. And in all 28 of those interviews... We were the interviewers, yep. and somebody else was the interviewee. We were yep. talking to them. So today, for the first time in the history of the Coaching Life podcast, <laughs> the long history since 2019, the summer of 2019, we are going to be the interviewees, and we're going to be interviewed by Cami Seymour. My name is Cami Seymour. <laughs> I'm a freshman at Ohio University, and I write for The Post. Um, and I'm doing a feature on the Coaching Life podcast um, and just shouting out um, all the work that Chris and Pat do. So. Oh, thank you, were, you very much, Cam. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> and you were ready to go with that. Like, I, I was going to say all we that, but we shoot, I don't Cammy. need to now. We'll, <laughs> let, yeah, that's, that's, we should let Cammy open. You should have done the open for us. That's right. That's right. I appreciate it. We're pretty excited about this because we, we, we don't know where it's going to go, no. right? Because we, we, what we told her was our, conver- our uh, podcast is a conversation. Mm-hmm. It's just an ongoing conversation. And um, it's, it's about uh, youth sports and sometimes just about life. And that's yeah. why we titled it The Coaching Life because sort of a double meaning there, the coaching life, but also you could put the emphasis on uh, life uh, or coaching. Yeah. You put the emphasis on coaching, coaching life as well. So. Yeah, and speaking of life, I'd probably be a little bit more nervous, but I'm going to be leaving the country tomorrow. So I'm yeah, it's upon us. <laughs> it's upon us. That's right. So our, our last few episodes, we've been talking a little bit about Pat's upcoming trip why don't you tell her what you're doing here i'm going on a cruise cammy first fun. ever my first experience actually my first plane ride as well really? are you kidding never me been on a plane. you've never been on a plane mm-hmm. nope uh wow. planned to a couple times but for whatever reason the uh, trip got axed so this is it for me uh, I've, I've i'm gonna get my will taken care of got this it. evening this after, this after. <laughs> so everything should be squared away ready where, to roll where are you headed we're gonna go uh, we're flying to to Tampa, and we're okay. going to uh, we're going on a carnival cruise nice. so around the Caribbean, uh, Cozumel, uh, he's Mahogany gonna be in, Bay. He's going to be in rough shape next week. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably be twenty pounds heavier. And we have I, we still haven't decided. Video, I can't afford twenty more pounds. Well, we know you're going to be working on this cruise. He doesn't. Ne- he never stops working. Never <laughs> stops working. And so, since you're going to have the internet package, do you uh, do you really want a podcast from the cruise? Yeah, yeah, we can try. Take 15 minutes of your, yeah, of your family's time. Yeah, oh, it's we're going to be on a boat. I mean, we're going to be bored of each other, aren't we? Bored. Surely. Betty, I, it's not. I, I, I got to go on my first cruise in October this year. Mm-hmm. My wife and I did. Uh, I did not take, and it was just us two. And so uh, we got to do whatever we wanted. <laughs> You're going to have your whole family and 30 other people, it sounds like. Yes. So that's, yeah. a, that's, a, that's a lot of people yeah. yeah you're gonna be wanting to escape from them anyway so you could say guys i have to i have to pod chris is all over me i gotta pod well, you know i can't i'm not there will have to be time for me to sit in the room and just it's the best part of it yeah. sit there <laughs> i mean there, there is there's all these excursions and things that you could do but honestly my favorite part was sitting out on the balcony well i don't have a balcony yeah. room I'm, I'm on the interior so when the boat begins to sink it'll be tougher for me to. you get can't out. jump right yeah unfortunately yeah that scene in the title. Well, we wish you well. Thank you. It was, it's been nice. It's been nice. <laughs> well, cool. I tell you what. I mean, we could just chat all the, forever, mm-hmm. but we know that you have some questions, yeah. Kimmy, that you'd like to ask us. So we're just going to throw it to you and then let you uh, awesome. let you ask whatever you'd like. 
Yeah, I mean, these are some boring questions just to like get us started, but um, what are your names, preferred pronouns, where are you from, and what do you guys do for a living? Chris, and I am a man. <laughs> I am, my preferred pronoun is he, and I am uh, uh, the, the operations manager here at the College of Communication, um, and I, I, I'm not going to go into what all that entails, but I, I do get to interact with pretty much everybody in our college. I work for the dean's office, mm-hmm. and in addition to working for the dean's office this uh, past year, I've actually gotten to do a little bit of teaching for journalism as well. Um, ironically enough, podcasting. So, yeah, yeah. yeah good makes deal. sense. Yeah. So I'm Pat Martin. Uh, I'm, I also am a man. I, uh, he, he, him. Uh, I am an application systems analyst three. At Ohio University, I too will not go into what that means. <laughs> Other than just say I'm a computer nerd and and yeah, you when know. you when you said boring questions, you weren't kidding right there. That, that, talking about what we do, that's pretty boring. Yeah, so, yeah, so sure. Oh, so. I don't think so. <laughs> um, what inspired you guys to start the Coaching Life podcast? Talking. <laughs> really, that's what it was. We yeah. uh, we you know we became friends. I don't know five or six, seven years before we started. I don't, I don't know when we started, really. I mean, I'm, I'm really not still – I'm not considered Chris's friend because he, he never refers to me as a friend. But I actually refer to him more as a friend than he refers to me. I refer to him by his name, Pat. <laughs> he just calls everybody coach, and, that's, and I'm just one of the, one of the many that he calls It's a term of coach. endearment. <laughs> everybody calls me Pat. Even your wife. That's true. That's true. But, no, we, uh, we just – you know, obviously we have a – a shared passion for baseball and that and that you know reaches from youth youth baseball all the way up to professional baseball and we would talk about those things often through text and uh we we started to meet for lunch uh for a few years talking about you know the, those same conversations that we've had the the problems the issues with youth with youth mm-hmm. sports the, the 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 things that we've done wrong uh mm-hmm. primarily in in our experiences with youth sports coach had uh, brought his uh, his two kids up through by that time they had already uh, finished that mm-hmm. experience and yeah. uh and I was going through it so we had that that shared uh a shared passion for that and we just uh one day said hey maybe we should start recording we these should, and let people join us preserve this conversation that's right yeah. I mean it, initially we actually only had planned on doing a limited number of episodes mm-hmm. right and we thought it would be you know three or four and then it became five and then it became seven and so the first real really kind of the first seven was going to be it for us because we had the things that we were talking about were specifically related to youth baseball and some of the some of the things that we thought um from our own experiences and from our own observations around the the culture of baseball Mm -hmm. as you're you're a culture writer so so the culture of of youth baseball has has a couple different branches to it you've got the recreational ball culture which a lot of our in in rural southeast ohio a lot of kids play kids play recreational ball like here in athens it's the the athens sandlot league which is a really good organization the big bend league which is also a really good organization down where where pat lives in meigs county but then you also have a mix of kids even from these areas who go and play travel baseball um club baseball and at the time uh you know there wasn't as many. It's happening more, right? You think there's well, it's kind of it's kind of it, it, it ebbs and flows, doesn't it? Yeah. And people are sent. I think people are actually now, ironically enough, only a few years later, coming back 
to more wanting to have more local experiences. And it's almost, it's probably because some of the travel um, opportunities have gotten watered down a little bit maybe. And, but you know, they all have issues and, and you know, like the travel organizations have issues where you spend a lot of money, right? You spend a lot of money. And and my family spent a lot of money. I sat down one day and started calculating the amount of money that we paid, that we paid on player fees, uniforms, but then you get, you can't forget uh, the travel, the, the, the food, the hotels, all that. I mean, nobody's paying for that for you. Your family's paying for that. And, and you know, what we kind of, Having been, you know, we're high school coaches, um, you know, been coaching baseball for a long time. One of the things that we were talking about is one of the reasons why people do this stuff, you know, the travel stuff at least, is is to try to get recruited to play in college, to to move on beyond high school. And one of the things that I, that Pat and I were talking about down at B Dubs a couple times was, <laughs> was we don't, you don't have to do all that. You don't have to do all that. And so we kind of wanted to get behind these microphones and tell people. Uh, you know, hey, we have actually, here's a plan. Here's a plan that, that we'd like to, you know, just throw out there. If you're a recreational league president or if you have a travel organization, we would just love to um, pitch something to you because we weren't at the time. Oh, you are. You, you've kind of always, Pat's kind of always been involved in recreation ball. Well, sure. Even, yeah. even, even while you're a high school coach, oh, well, you're very yeah, much. You had stepped away. Yeah, I understand yeah, what you're saying. Yeah, like yeah, I, yeah. I had stepped away for a little bit to watch my son play in college. And, and the only thing I was doing was uh, kind of, you know, I was writing things down and, and blogging and, and had a lot of ideas. I wanted to continue books. coach. Yeah. Um, and I just couldn't, I couldn't do it. I, so the only outlet I had was to write. And then we started talking and then this, this became another outlet to talk. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we, we, we talked a little bit about, we actually did outline those first seven shows and we actually recorded them all in the same day, I believe, or in, a, in, a, in about three days. A couple days, yeah. Yeah. And, um, and they were about player development and, and the value, putting value on, you know, on helping organizations realize that the, the biggest thing that these kids need all the way up through 13, 14, 15 years old is, is developing development. And, and the reason why we were saying that is because you could see a lack of development in a lot of areas, um, particularly in, you know. Yeah. And that hinges mainly on like the, the conversation of playing a lot of games and not practice, you know, to to having very minimal practices. Mm -hmm. And that was one of our episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, you know, how, how, how do we how do we manage that? How do yeah. we balance it? Yeah, my brother played um, club basketball, so I definitely know like the culture mm-hmm. and like the c- time commitment and like the mon- like the financial commitment yeah. that it takes to like be a part of that sort of organization. So yeah, absolutely, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> it is. But I, you know, I I guess we probably didn't. I guess the the, the last part of that is you know because we're obviously still recording today, mm-hmm. you know after those seven episodes we had you know what, maybe twenty thirty people listening to us yeah and, and some of them were like you guys need to just keep going yeah. just keep yeah. going you know and 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 so we're like well what are we gonna talk about <laughs> you know and, I mean what I mean, we're not that exciting and so <laughs> um, and like and Pat mentioned I had written uh, I had written enough blogs to where they eventually became chapters of a book. And I wrote a book called Building Champions, and then I had even more things <laughs> that I continued to write. And so I followed it up with a second book called uh, Coaching Life. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so we, we titled this podcast by that same name, and we started using some of the chapters from those books as our podcast episodes. So That's probably right. another 30 episodes or so early on were chapters of those, one of those two books. And we still pull one every once in a yeah. while. Yeah, we haven't talked about all of them, so yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
this is sort of just like more a general question, but um, why is coaching in your own words so important and why are sports and physical activity like so like imperative for like young for the youth and for young kids? I think the biggest mm-hmm. thing you, you can take away is that it, in your life, everybody's a coach mm-hmm. in some way. You know, you're, you're either you're a coach yeah. to your peers, to your family members, to your children, definitely. So, you know, that's something that Coach and I have talked about. Everybody kind of serves in that role in some capacity. So, you know, that everyone gets coached. It's, all, it's just it's mm-hmm. important to life to, to, to be able to be coached um, and to understand how to coach. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of life lessons that, that kids take away from, yeah. from sports. Mm-hmm. You know, how to deal with struggle, challenge, uh, how to handle success. You know, because there's there's things that you can do after you're successful that leads to uh, that leads to failure, and uh, things that leads to more success. So there's just a plethora of of lessons that that people can learn um, playing sports as they go through. Yeah, yeah. I won't lie. I I coach the sports that I coach because I love the sports, mm-hmm. love the sports. But that's second. Really, to be quite, to be really honest, the, the, I, you know, one of the things I think is that the reasons why coaching is so valuable is because of the relationships that you build, but also the relationships that are that are needed. You know, I mean, you know, if we coach a team of fifteen, you know, fifteen young men, uh, you know, in our team, the number of kids fluctuate, you know, depending on on the year. But let's say we have fifteen young men on our team there's a good chance 12, 13 of those have really good home lives, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but we, we recognize that in many ways, often we're the only father figure that some of these kids might have as well. Uh, you know, and so it's, it's, it's really valuable to, I know Pat and myself both, it, it, to, to, to realize that we're coaching people. We're not coaching a sport primarily. Obviously, we are coaching a sport, but it's it's for us both it's person first and we believe that the greatest value of coaching is just is impacting lives in that way you know the relationships that you can build with your fellow coaches as well with your Absolutely. opponents even yeah. you know with the officials with all the people and we've talked about all those different you know those different people that are involved in sports and what makes it so special um yeah i mean the accountability factor alone for kids like in high school right now it, you know, we're, we're coming upon a time where they're in the middle of a, of a quarter and the quarter is going to end, the grading period is going to end right at the beginning of baseball season. And there are a lot of kids who don't care about their grades, just don't care as much. Springtime comes, they started, you know, it's time to just let your hair down, just do whatever. But if you're playing ball and you have friends that are counting on you, there's an accountability there to, be, to better yourself mm-hmm. in the classroom as well. And so we've seen those kinds of things. I mean, the data is true. I mean, it, it, I mean playing sports in school, throughout school, actually does increase your, um, your academic progress as well. And, uh, and so we're, we will champion that and talk about it until we die. Both of us will. Yeah, one of the big yeah. things we always talk about and push our kids to understand is or our players is that, you know, in order to be the best player that they want to be, they should strive to be the best person that they want to yeah. be first. So it kind of just all falls into that, yeah. that same spectrum of, you know, it's, it's important to life. Yeah, I mean, and that's why I loved that my high school had a three-year, like, uh, three-season sports requirement because there really is like that link between, wow. like, the folk, yeah, like the focus and like, it, it, like, it, it positively impacts all aspects of like, 
a high schooler's like day-to-day life um so I loved it I played golf for three years and then I also did lacrosse for two years hmm. um so you had to play one sport yeah back that up yeah. I'd years. like to hear that I'd like to hear more about this was this a private school yeah okay yeah so you had to do three seasons and it had to span over three years so you had to play three years of a sport at least um which was I I mean a lot of people complain about it um, of course. Yeah, because yeah, it, it is very time-consuming. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I think that that was the best part of my high school because, like, sports weren't necessarily super competitive and everyone could, like, participate if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. Like, we didn't really have cuts. And um, you could sort of, like, try out whatever you wanted. And it wasn't really a big deal if it didn't end up working out. And I don't know. I think just having that opportunity to just, like, try out those sports was just, like, it it was such a great opportunity in high school. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I like that. I do too. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't know that I've <laughs> ever heard of that before. Have you ever heard of that? No. Uh, no. Uh, what, 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 what high school did you go to? I went to Columbus Academy. I know you Canada. probably told us already. And yeah, it's, um, I, I know where Columbus Academy is. Yeah. 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 Um, it's, yeah, I went there since I, I've been going there since I was in pre-K. So like I was okay. four. Um, but yeah, the, I love the way that they like handle and like do like handle acad- um, academics, but also like, cause it is a very academically rigorous school, mm-hmm. but the way that they balance it with um, athletics, I think is a great combination. I, Those I two things. I, that. That's awesome. It is. It's an academic, it's an academically rigorous school mm-hmm. and they require their students to play three sports yeah. over the course of three, three years, se- three, seasons. Three, yeah, seasons. three seasons. It can just be one sport. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. But it's three just seasons over three seasons. Yeah, yeah. Over three years. Yeah. There's something yeah, to be said cool. about that. I, I've They've seen of, something in, in the value of what sports is, various things right. that we talked about. And incorporate, implemented it. That's the second thing. Yeah, buddy. Really hats yeah. off to them for, yeah. for saying we need to do this. Because I guarantee you, people have chosen not to go there because of that requirement. I guarantee you. That's yeah, true I too. mean, we do have like a summer PE, because we don't have a PE option if you don't want to, like a physical education requirement, um, if you don't want to play a sport like we don't have that in just like the standard day-to-day yeah. schedule but there is like a summer PE option um but not very many people choose to do it most people just yeah. choose to play, just play a sport, sport which is I think great just because it's so like open and like accepting yeah. you know, the culture of like athletics at my now did you have class periods class blocks where you would practice your like when you would practice golf or was it always after your school time so when I played golf I was actually on the inaugural girls golf team oh. um I was on like the first when I was a freshman um, my friends and I we like um, we made the team and uh, we like recruited my friend's mom to coach it um, because she played in college um, and we basically like talked to the um, athletic director and we were like we want to start this team we don't have one we have a boys golf team don't have a girls um, so we got together eight girls and that was enough yeah. to start the team and that was like we were we were the varsity team and mm-hmm. it was um, we were really bad our first year. But um, <laughs> as we kept going, more and more girls yeah. kept joining. And um, probably by, the first time some of those girls ever played golf. It was mine. Well, there, yeah. there you go. So, this um, is about my it's 30th a, year. That's a I'm difficult still sport. Bad. Yeah, I'm, I'm not very good. But it was really fun. Um, but by the third year, I think, when I was a junior, um, our varsity team won state champion. The one won the state championship. Yeah, it nice. was. You need to get your mom coaching yeah, <laughs> golf yeah. down here. I have to yeah. bring her in for an interview. Yeah, she's too. incredible. And she was just like, she knew that a lot of us were like brand new to the, sport, to the sport. And she was just happy that we were like passionate enough to start it and stuff like that. Um, Absolutely. So she was just so like, 
she was so helpful and so supportive throughout the whole process. And like now they're winning like state championship after state. Is she still coaching? Yeah. It's been like, it's her fifth. Dad coaches and mom coaches. I don't know what they're doing. (laughs) (laughs) They're playing mommy ball down there. Columbus Academy. Yeah. That, yeah. That's facetious, by the way. Obviously, we all saw that here. Just making sure that people on the podcast are listening and know that that's very, very cynical of me to say that. I'm sure we've talked about that. Oh, it's one of our episodes. <laughs> Daddy ball. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just like about sports in general, like what are your guys' favorite sports to like watch, to coach, to play? Oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> I know this could get like, <laughs> this could get passionate, I feel. I don't know what the problem is. It's baseball season year round, and okay. it and it really became baseball season two weeks ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. when the Browns and the Cowboys got knocked out of the playoffs. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's that's it, it is baseball season year round. It's almost like baseballs, and for me, and I know for for coach too, it's it just part of mm-hmm. who we are. You know, it's not yep. we don't even consider yep. like we would never like uh, the answer is baseball, baseball, baseball. <laughs> right. but, you know, as a fan, you know, for me, watching football is probably I'm more. Yeah. And, and and more specifically, watching the Browns. I'm a Cleveland Browns fan, mm-hmm. so yeah, uh, that's that's what I spend my falls and, and winters doing. Yeah. On top of anything else, and he's done for baseball. That's right. Yeah, you'll yeah. sit. We'll sit and watch the the NFL, and uh, yeah. we'll have our our baseball notebooks and things, uh, making plans for the season too. Yeah. So because it's always it's always in our heart. But yeah, I'm a I'm a Cowboys fan. I'd say I'd say football is probably my favorite sport to watch outside of watching. I, I, I people say oh, I don't like to watch baseball. I love watching baseball. So I, when we have the MLB subscription, uh, I share it with my son, and uh, so that means we get every game that's on happens mm-hmm. to be on. So there's 13 games on, you know, Wednesday. Then we have our, our pick of what we want to watch, and I'll watch baseball every single night. Second to that, the NFL. But I'll be honest with you, live, like watching high school sports live, I love watching volleyball. Oh yeah, yeah. volleyball. Yeah, volleyball yeah. is absolutely electric. Yeah, it is electric, and I'm on the edge of my seat. You can feel your heart rate beating, yeah. you know, fast hey, the entire time. I'll tell you this: I went to my first wrestling meet of my the life other, last night. Last right? night, yeah. yeah, it was at Megs, and I really that's enjoyed intense. That. Yeah, those like, are I intense. I didn't really know the rules. I was, you know, trying to learn on the on the go. But yeah, it is intense. It's really yeah. intense. It's, it's the toughest. It's the toughest sport in all high school sports. Oh yeah, I'm, I'll and, go on and, record and, to say that. And Wrestling talk about life lessons. Sport. That's a great mm-hmm. sport. One on one. One on one, and you're 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 down there, you know, winning or getting beat in front of a bunch of people, yep. and it hurts, you know, physically, mentally. I mean, there's there's a lot. At these invitationals gets. too, it's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're, I mean, it's it's packed. Yeah, so that was really impressed yeah. with with what I saw last night out of the wrestling meet. But yeah, so that yeah, we're very similar in that regards. I I am coaching seventh grade basketball right now. Okay, uh, my youngest son plays on the seventh grade team, and uh, in previous years, I've I've helped coach um high school basketball so mm-hmm. coach a little bit of basketball but yeah baseball is the the primary yeah. uh, above all that for yeah. sure yeah same I, I uh when my kids were younger i coached both of them in basketball coached my son in football uh through junior high actually i was a football coach through eighth grade and i think even after he was in high school i still coached a couple more years you coach track you ever coach track no i have never coached track i got that one on you yeah you've coached track that's <laughs> I'll, right I've been baseball basketball track. football has has been i i never i've never coached volleyball i, w- yeah. I would think i could see myself doing it though i would have yeah, to learn i have to become yeah, a, yeah, a yeah. real student of the right. game right i mean I, I know a little bit about volleyball but i don't know the technique and i don't know how to but i know how to coach people you know sure but, yeah, uh, so I would I would want to exactly. There you go. There you go. 
Yeah, my mom might have you beat. She's coached <laughs> basketball, field hockey, lacrosse, and soccer. Yep, she's got me. Yeah, yeah. yeah my mom yeah. played D one basketball in college. Really? For yeah. Where? Where? Cornell. Nice. How'd that gone? Yeah. Um, my other mom also. She played at Marietta, um, and so she always she grew up coaching. I quit basketball in the seventh grade, but she coached my brother since like mm, he was in like third grade. So I've grown up going to his games. And um, she like stopped in middle school when like the um, like our Columbus like Columbus Academy like had like the designated coach, um, but yeah through that I've like I like know all the bas like I'm I know basketball and like right. I used to do the stats for my brother's team okay. and I used to do um, like not just like points and stuff like that I used to do like steals rebounds turnovers. Um, oh, you charted everything. Yeah, I charted everything and then I would give it to my mom afterwards um, so that way she could like because like. A lot of the time, like, pe like um, people aren't just, like, scoring. Like, they're doing other things mm -hmm. well. And by, yep. like, recording that kind of thing, you can, like, you can give that sort of, like, positive reinforcement to all of the players and stuff like so that. So that's why my mom wanted me to record that. Quality at bats. Yeah, we yeah. do the same thing. Just, that's quality play versus, yeah. yeah. What yeah. are you doing when the ball is away from you? Yeah. Right? Yeah, I love it. Yeah, because yeah, not everyone is going to be a scorer at the end of yeah. the day. So I actually, when I go to basketball, because I have coached a little bit of basketball yeah. too, I love and I love watching. I actually love coaching basketball. Uh, I, I like watching what the players are doing. The, the players are doing when they don't have the ba the basketball. Yeah. You mm -hmm. find out who the true who the true uh, basketball players are when yes. when mm -hmm. you when you watch those guys. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Definitely, man. Your mom's. Uh, we <laughs> need to get her it. on the podcast. We, <laughs> we really do. Yeah, exactly. Should probably do it. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. Yeah, she's great. Um, definitely, we're definitely a sports family. Um, like every night when I come home, it's like the TV is split screen, like four ways, like four different games, like. Yeah. I understand it's constant. that. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Grew up with it. So cool. Um, how does the podcast fit in your day to day life? Is it hard to ba balance a recording schedule with your daily tasks, day, day jobs and family life? I'll let Pat answer that. <laughs> it's not for Coach Stewart. He, he figures out how to get it all. <laughs> Well, I work here. here too, so I've got a little bit of an advantage. Well, so I work here too. I'm just not on I mean, site. I work where we're recording. Like this is my baby, no, right? But here, you yeah. do all the the editing and everything else. He's he's he, he always figures out a way to to mm -hmm. make things fit in. Normally, when we're when we shift our schedule, it's because of me because I either have a meeting come up or I have to do something you know at home or something like that. But mm -hmm. um, going on yeah. another cruise, going on, yeah, right. So, but you know, it's we we schedule it and yeah. you know plan to do it and hope to do it and. You know, we've been, been been able to do it. When, yeah. when baseball season comes around, we'll probably do it less. And there's certain periods in our lives when we're doing certain things that we we, we don't get an episode out at a week yeah. at a time. But the one thing I, I would say, the way that it fits into my life, you know, when I when I think about the podcast and how it really fits is, and it's something we've talked about when you when you're when you're on when you're hearing your voice mm -hmm. say something, you know, about a principle or a strategy or you know, a characteristic that you look for as a coach. And when you're talking about these things, it holds you to that. Like you, yeah. you feel obligated to live up to those sorts of standards that you talk about. So, you know, you, it, it's one thing to believe something, mm -hmm. but when you're, when you're talking about it and it's recorded and other people, you know, other people are listening to you say it, it makes it, it, it it's, it's really a, a form of us trying to be better people yeah. through these conversations. Mm -hmm. So that, you know, that's what I would say to that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really, you know, our goal has always been to try to put one episode a week out. Mm. And, and, you know, the reason for that is because if you, if you do want to have a podcast and, and, you, and you feel like that you are talking about something that could be useful 
to people, you know, and we know we're not useful to everyone, but, but for the culture, you know, for the, for the, um, uh, the target audience, I guess mm-hmm. you could say that we have, we feel like there are some things that, that we've talked about, some things, you know, some, some books that we've read, some people that we've had on the interview that could really be helpful to, to other coaches, other parents out there and players as well. We've talked about recruiting and different, different things. And so we, we want to make sure that we have a, a large reach. I mean, it is our goal to have a large reach. We, I mean, everything we do, we've not paid it. I mean, we don't really promote it like we probably could, um, you know, in terms of wanting to really build the podcast to mm-hmm. be huge. It's just pretty much grown by word of mouth and the th- posts that we put out on social media and then people grab a hold of it. They happen to listen to it probably the same way I grab a hold of a podcast. I'll see something yeah. that interests me. I'll listen to an episode or two. And then if I like it, I'll subscribe to it. And so, you know, we, we probably are not very good at reminding people to do things like that. Uh, but we do know that the, you know, the more content that you have, I mean, we're not putting out three episodes a week like Joe Rogan, right? But, but Four hours we're also not getting paid millions of dollars to podcast. Not right? Yet. Spotify not has yet, not bought in. us yet. Yes. <laughs> and we're not charging a minimum of $1 million for one ad on your show like Joe Rogan does as well. $1 million <laughs> to have one ad on his show. It's incredible. But anyway, you know, but once a week... That's pretty good content. Like, that's mm-hmm. pretty good consistency. And like Pat said, you know, when we get into baseball season or other seasons of life that get busy yeah. for us, you know, we, people know, you know we're not going to get one out this week. But we have 160 episodes. And so if you, if you have already listened to 160 of, of those, awesome. We, we love those people, right? But there's a good chance that most people haven't listened to all of them. So if, they miss, if, we, if we miss recording one week and someone wants to listen to us, find something that you haven't listened to yet and go sure. back. I mean, that's exactly what I do, yeah, right? What I do too. If I'm listening like criminal podcasts with Phoebe Judge and, you know, I haven't listened to all those episodes, but I love it. I love that podcast. I've listened to a lot of them. And mm-hmm. if I miss one one week or if they don't record one week, I'll, go, I'll listen to a, a, an episode that I haven't heard yet. I do have some podcasts that I've caught up on completely. So I, I feel the, like we've, people, so you feel the pain that people are like, you guys haven't put one out this yeah. week. Yeah. So like, I feel guilty a little bit because like, man, there's not a podcast here to listen to. So I have to go back and listen to one I've already yeah. heard. So yeah. So we t- do have a handful of people that will say that to it. Like yeah, we'll yeah. get a message and that, you know, you guys, when you're putting out the next episode. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Every once in a while, so, someone yeah. will say, yeah. Hey, so we, we've got some very loyal yeah. listeners out there. So that's impressive. Yeah. That was actually my next question was, um, like what other you mentioned this earlier, but what other forms of social media do you use to promote your podcast, and how do you utilize those? Most recently, mm-hmm. TikTok. Yeah, yeah, it's the big one. I I, I said I'm not gonna do. We're not gonna do TikTok. Like, I, I, <laughs> well, I'm not a 14 year old. You know, when the when but, the video came about, it was just perfect. Yes. When yeah. we, so when we started doing video, we started recording our podcasts. There's actually a feature. I probably shouldn't say this. I, sh- I should let people, people should think that I'm doing all this behind the scenes. <laughs> but I tell you what, artificial intelligence is fascinating. Oh. There's an AI generated, they call it magic clips, where it will actually scan our entire episode. Like last week's episode was over an hour long. And they'll, it'll, which that's also a goal. We don't really want to be an hour long, but if we are, no big deal. But it, it, it will scan the entire hour and it will find, you know, five to 10 clips of about a one minute long clip. Some are shorter, some are longer. And somehow it really, I mean, it will start at the beginning of a, of a thought or a con- piece of our conversation and end perfectly. 
and you can still edit it if you need to, like if it's not perfect or if you, it, but it's, it's fascinating. Like, wow. so I thought, and then you could actually save it in a different format so that it'll fit. Like if somebody's watching TikTok, it'll fit on that. And I had a TikTok account where I, but I didn't ever post anything. Yeah. And I thought this is what I'm going to start posting. So, yeah. So I, I, that all, I told, I told my daughter cause I, I started following Kaylee and I think she, she deleted me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, but, uh, yeah. But I threw her under the bus right there. But no, I, I said, listen, all the only thing I'm going to post, I'm not posting silly stuff, like silly dad jokes. I'm, it's just, it's just going to be our, uh, she, she our didn't podcast. want you on TikTok at all. She didn't want me following her. I think, I think that's what it was. So, which I don't know why. I mean, she doesn't, she doesn't post anything that I would object to. I mean, it, yeah, she's an awesome kid. We had her on yeah, the podcast. Awesome lady. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, come on, Kaylee. Yeah. Yeah. I was kind of hoping you'd help share these, right? So, yeah. so no. But, yeah, um, we actually have a coaching life. Uh, I almost said Twitter. What the heck is it called? X. How's that hard to remember? Oh, right? yeah. We have a coaching life oh, handle yeah, on X. Twitter. Yeah. It's, <laughs> and I think it's at the coaching life podcast, right? Or, oh, I thought it was just the coaching life. I don't life. know. You, you might have to look that up. I can't. We're using your phone and we're using mine. Yeah. But I think it's, it's either at coaching. It's, it's either at the coaching life or at the coaching life podcast. Cool. And that's also our, our Gmail address as well. And, uh, we don't have Facebook or anything. And actually the Twitter, the TikTok is my account. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and, uh, but what I, I just, I will always like tag him and then he'll mm-hmm. post it as well on his because he's got a million followers on Facebook. <laughs> Everybody loves Pat. <laughs> Yeah, definitely, like, the short clips on TikTok, like, from podcasts are, like, the ones that, like, can go viral and stuff like that. So it's definitely, yeah. like, the best form, um, especially go. for podcasting. Um, but, yeah, um, my next question is, um, what do your kids think about the podcast? How old are they? Um, have they been featured on it? Just sort of anything about your kids. That's a great. I, mean, I haven't heard what your kids think about it. <laughs> yeah. I, they, I I would say it's very similar to how Kaylee treated you on <laughs> TikTok. No, I, I I've asked Jake if he's listened, if he would want to come on. Oh yeah, as nope. a guest. Nope. Really? <laughs> nope. So he's, he's pretty bashful though. The uh, I th- it, yeah he is he does he, you know, he's he, not he don't he don't like to be. But if he front. got in here, he would be really great. I mean, because we, we could get him talking. We, you know, just start yeah. talking baseball. <laughs> yeah, they don't. They don't. My kids don't talk about it a lot. I've got so I've got a, a junior in high school, seventeen okay. year old Jeremiah. He he would talk. Surely he would talk. He probably would, but he's never mentioned. We'd have to we'd have to use this a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, probably. He's 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 grown up a little bit, but he's a he's a seventh grader, thirteen year old. Okay. Um, but yeah, they don't they don't. They don't talk too much about it. They just, it, it, I mean, everything I do, we is, don't know anything. Is, it's, it's weird. Yes. And you know, I don't know. It's just that if it was some other, but if it was somebody else's dad doing it, if, if it was your my kids probably would know all about it. Oh yeah. Listen, if it was coach Roush, the softball yeah. coach at Meg's, there you go. Jake would love it. And he would actually be the co-host. <laughs> yes. There you so, go. Yeah, he would it's be just there because right dad. Right? Yeah. yeah. So I, yeah, they don't, they don't talk much about it. Jake's but. a junior in high school. Jake's a junior. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so his, his, he's, he's coaching his son right That's now. Cool. And, yeah. yeah. Both, well, both sons, yeah, both sons. You're currently oh, yeah. coaching your, your younger son in basketball and then Jake and you'll coach Jeremiah eventually in baseball. Yeah. This might be the, the last year that I coach either of them in anything but baseball. There you go. 
It's hard. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. To Breaking do. news. Yeah, there you go. Breaking news. So, yeah, my kids are 25 and 22. Um, yeah, my, my actually, I think my son Brock was our first, first guest, guest yeah. wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. that we had. Great episode, yeah. And uh, he, at the time, he was a, a college student playing baseball at Alderson Broadus University. And uh, he eventually, after he graduated, he was in, uh, invited to interview for uh, a full-time assistant coach position mm-hmm. for the, the team that he played for. And, and, uh, and he got that and was coaching college ball. Uh, he was the recruiting coordinator there, and then Alderson Broadus University was one of the universities that went under. They closed their doors this past uh, wow. August. We had a whole episode about it uh, a while back. It was just a shock because it's a very historic university. I yeah. mean, it's in Philippi, West Virginia. Uh, it really stinks. It, yeah, it, stinks. It's, it, it is. It's it, it's sad. I mean, they they um, uh, were just bleeding debt, and mm-hmm. uh, the people that worked for this university had no idea. I mean, they it was it, they got blindsided the week of when the doors were shut. Uh, Hepsi pulled their accreditation and. And, uh, and so he immediately had to find a place for 30-some guys to go, go to school, hopefully play baseball. Um, oh, and by the way. And by the way, he was unemployed, yeah. and so he had to find a job. I tell you what, we, God was good, um, we, and we, we, I mean, he found uh, a job here locally, and that he and, he and his uh, wife, Allie and my granddaughter Palmer mm-hmm. moved back here. They had just had a baby as Aww. well. Yeah. Um, and she was you know, a handful of months old you know, at the time and actually about to turn one in two mm-hmm. weeks. Aww. One year old. So it's unbelievable. Yeah. I'll show you pictures after yeah. this. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, so I mean, right now he is the career coach at Eastern High School where I coach baseball oh and he's also the athletic director. So in a sense, he's. Your boss. A little bit of my boss, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh, that's crazy. Yeah, working for him, so, yeah. Uh, and, and, soon he, and soon he's going to be an assistant coach at Meg's. Uh, okay. Oh, you didn't know that? Yeah, I guess there's we been have, some conversations that I haven't known about. <laughs> so that's, yeah, that's him. But uh, but and my daughter just graduated from Ohio University last okay. spring, and uh, she was she started out, she, she made her way into two different universities, not as many as my wife. My wife has more universities under her belt than, uh, than anybody in our house. But... Uh, but Kaylee was recruited to play softball uh, to Waynesburg University in Pennsylvania. She was a high school athlete, actually um, phenomenal high school athlete, if I say so myself. And she, her, her picture's on the wall up there as, as athlete of the year for her class. Yeah, um, yeah she was a three-sport athlete, played volleyball, basketball, and, and base, uh, softball. Could play baseball, but she played softball. And she um, went to Waynesburg to study marine biology, believe it or not, went Waynesburg, Pennsylvania, uh, to study marine biology. They had a partnership with Coastal Carolina. So she was going to go three years there and one year at Coastal and play softball basically for three years and, uh, at Waynesburg. And, uh, her freshman year was the year that, uh, COVID hit. Mm -hmm. And so she got to play one week of college softball, finished that year at home. And then while she was at home, decided that she had been, you know, had been fulfilled yeah. in, in, uh, in high school. Um, she, I, and I could see that. I mean, she, she accomplished about as, as, as much as anybody could accomplish in high school sports. And, uh, and, uh, it's a different, it's a different world. If you got to really want to play college ball, I mean, you, you just do. And we've talked about that a lot. And, uh, she realized that she didn't want to and, uh, yeah. decided to transfer, switch majors as well. I mean, it, it was a lot going into it. Right. Um, and, uh, she switched majors, became a communications major here, got her, certificate in uh, uh, social media, as well as, goodness, she's got all kinds of th- minors, like coaching, administration, and uh, things like that. But um, 
she was in the process of applying for jobs, searching for a job after she graduated. When we found out about my, my son and his, and my daughter-in-law's move and all that stuff and everybody, everything was just chaos for a while. And she bless her heart. She's like, you know what? You guys both need to get jobs. My, my daughter-in-law teaches at Alexander, a local elementary school here. They were both going to be gone during the day. And she said, you've got a brand new baby. That's my niece. I'll be the nanny. And so she's working as a nanny right now. Um, for my for my uh, uh, my son and, and daughter in law, so and there she, she's free in the evenings. Uh, well, so, uh, yeah, but no. I mean, I see her sometimes in the evenings because <laughs> she's still living. Uh, she's living at home as well, so she's she's banking this money, right? And and because uh, she's she has a, she has a dream. She wants to live down south. She would love to. Uh, yeah. She's an ocean person. Like she uh, that's Me she too. wanted to be a marine biologist. I mean, she she wanted to. She loves sharks. She <laughs> loves sharks, and. Uh, so I, I could see her being the the child that probably moves away, <laughs> like I did. I wonder if Kayla uh, still loves sharks. So. One eats me next week. We're gonna she's, we'll keep tabs on that. Yeah, she'll, yeah. She'll if you see a shark, she'll tell you how to. She wanted to tag them. That was what she wanted to do. Yeah, maybe I she should take one down. And then she realized, you know, because we watched all those programs, you know, when she was in high school, and she, she realized there is such a small percentage of people who actually do that, who actually get <laughs> to do that in the world of marine biology. Oh, really? Oh my goodness, yeah. I mean, for her, it was gonna. I mean, and and hardly any of those are women, unfortunately. And so, oh, really, yeah. So not, yeah. I mean, you know, women have a double whammy against them. I mean, yeah. a lot of those jobs, right? I mean. Uh, and so, and so, yeah, I mean, so I, it was, she, I think she realized it, it wasn't going to be what she thought it was going to yeah. be. So hmm. yeah, Interesting. I, was, I, I tend to talk way <laughs> too much when, when somebody asks a question. That's, I'm seeing, that's a long I'm seeing, uh, Kaylee starring in the role of Hooper on Jaws. Yeah. See her in that spot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you probably don't remember. She Jaws, would have loved that. I remember Jaws. There's okay. no way she remembers it. No, I do. Okay. I've watched it. <laughs> Culture. Good job. The Meg is the new Jaws. Right? I've also seen that. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Um, besides your kids, have you guys had any other, well, I know you guys have had other guests, but what has that experience been like? How do you guys like pick and choose what guests um, come on the pod? That kind mm-hmm. of thing. We beg. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're always our best episodes. Like anytime yeah. we have a guest on, it's it's the best episode that we've put out in a while. So oh, it's always the, enjoyable no just doubt. to bring them in and have a different perspective come yeah. in and just, it just allows us to talk to them, you know, and ask mm-hmm. them questions and get their perspective. We had, um, we had an OU golfer on, uh, recently. That's yeah. Cool. Just yeah. You know, a month yeah Morgan so, Rogers. She Morgan was a student Rogers. in my podcasting class and that's how that, I mean, she was learning about podcasting. I knew that she was playing golf, and not only was she playing, she was really good as a mm-hmm. freshman here. And I said, you need to come on. I mean, that, you're the kind of person that we have on our podcast. And yeah. so she yeah. came on. It was great. Well, we've had all kind of guests. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin Wilson, hitting coach. Well, yeah, during COVID, you know, when everybody, when we were recording from my house and his house, and every, no one was coaching anything, right? I mean, yeah. there, was a, there was a period of time there where no one was allowed to do anything. And so uh, all these people were itching to coach and just like I, you know, I, I understood that because that's what I went through when I wasn't coaching. And so all we had to do was reach out. I mean, everybody's reachable now through Twitter. I mean, I mean, you could, you could send a a message to anybody. And so that's kind of what we did. We, we messaged some of these guys that work with pro pro athletes and college coaches. And we had a bunch of good guests on back during. So if you go back and look at our episodes from like March of 2020 through October of 2020, those were the quality wasn't as good because they're all on Zoom, but the uh, the guests were phenomenal. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, 
But we do have a we, we do have a pipeline here. I mean, Ohio. A lot of our guests have been Ohio University mm-hmm. athletes and or coaches and, and, or, and coaches as well. You know, we had Jimmy Burrow on. Um, oh wow! But hey, we, Rourke. yeah, yeah, Kenzie Rourke when she was the softball coach here as well. Uh, but we have a lot. We've had a lot of football players because I have a, a a a good relationship with a good number of football players here. They. Uh, a lot of them come to our ch- to my church for one, but uh, my wife and I also volunteer for athletes in action, and um, and we develop some really good relationships with those guys. Yeah. And so, yeah, 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 yeah. So, what year exactly did like the podcast start? Two thousand nineteen, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah it was. Uh, we started talking in, uh, about doing this in July, I think, the summer of twenty or June or July in uh, twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what other like? What has it been like, like actually physically like starting the podcast? Like, have you had any technical issues? <laughs> like, it's, like, what was it like during COVID? That kind of thing. You know, podcasting is pretty easy to do. <laughs> I mean, it really is. I don't know about that. Yeah, it seemed, it seemed pretty complicated. <laughs> I, think, I think if you, well, see, here's the Getting thing. Getting set up today. Yeah, yeah at, at the standard that, that, that Chris sets, it isn't easy to do. Yeah. But I think, you know, we, could, we, we, we would have saved 15 minutes here today. If we could have just handled a little buzz in our microphone, but he, he, he which he may have actually crazy. only been in our headphones, but we didn't know that. To be fair, yeah. I, it was starting to get to me. But at first, me and Cammy were like, well, "Yeah, and we could." <laughs> yeah, there was a buzz there, yeah. And and Chris was kind of freaking out about it, but but that's 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 who he is. He likes to he likes things to make gotta things sound good. good. Yeah. But you you yeah. can't. There is a lot of there's technology out there that makes podcasting mm-hmm. pretty easy and when we were remote we we leveraged that and we're, we're yeah. learning how to do it yeah. and you know help you know helping other people do it but like zoom was a bit what what's the uh what's the app that we used when you were you were on vacation somewhere and you called in on that on our on that cell phone app i can't remember what that was but well it's it's what it's it's the platform that we use to to distribute our podcast. Oh, that was back Anchor. then. It was Anchor oh, okay. FM. Okay. Yeah, and it, and it's yeah. I mean, it's, you could literally have two phones, be on opposite sides of the world, and text a link from if you know Anchor FM is now Spotify for podcasters. It's the same. It's the mm-hmm. same app. It's just Spotify bought it, and. Uh, and if you use that, it's it's f- totally free to do a podcast. And if you want to start a pro- start a show, mm-hmm. you you just click the little the little red microphone button on the app when you open up the app. And then and if you'd like to invite a guest or invite a co-host, just click the invite button. Right, right. And then that will will bring up your text message screen. Who do you want to text? Who do you want to send this link to? So you get a text, and on your end, you click on it, and then you have to have the app as well. Right. And it opens up in the app. So now. He's talking into his his microphone on his phone. I'm talking into my microphone on my phone. We could have 12 other people doing it as well. And the the microphones are all picking up the audio, so it doesn't sound like a phone call. It, it's actually using a quality microphone. If you had a, a quality microphone connected to it, which is what I, I had, a, right. a Zoom I mic connected yeah, to my yeah. phone in Myrtle Beach. But uh, it's all being captured in the cloud, mm-hmm. and then it's being saved in the cloud, and then I get that file, download it, and it sounds like we're all in the same room. Yeah. And it's, it's, I mean, so when I say it's easy, I mean, it, it's free, it's easy, anybody can do it. And if you want to know more about it, you need to sign yeah. up for my class. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and I definitely think it's like podcasting has become more accessible, especially after COVID. And like, yeah. I think that that also like was a big, there was a big rise in podcasting just because it was like yeah. sort of an outlet to sort of like talk and 
like like when a lot of people had a lot of time to yeah, do that, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and i think that it became like with zoom and stuff it just became a lot easier to do even from like a distance and stuff yeah, like that so, for sure yeah okay. um do you guys have any invi- advice for anyone starting a podcast hmm go for it coach <laughs> well i mean i would say the same thing to them that i have to tell myself all the time you're there's this thing called uh Imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome, <laughs> right? Where you feel like, I don't really, I, this isn't, I, I can't do this. I'm not qualified to do this, right? Yeah. And there, there is probably somebody out there that would be very interested in listening to your podcast. Regardless. If you want to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's, you, you are interesting and you have something that, you have something to say. And, you know, it, you may not have, we're not going to have the same audience as, Jocko Willink and <laughs> Joe Rogan and not, you know, all the, you know, all these people, Theo Vaughn, <laughs> all these people, you know, but we're not, we're also, that's not, that's not our goal. Right. So a, a, the cool thing about podcasting is it's very personal. It's yeah. very personal. And so, you know, I would say that the people who probably get the most out of our podcast are funny enough, people who know us. Yeah. Right. I mean, people who, who we have relationships with who could easily call us and or sit down with us and talk with us about these same things. But for some reason, doing it on a podcast is is I don't know, it, it's uh, it, it makes it kind of special. And so uh, I think it's I, I, the thing I would say to somebody is it's fun. It's fun to experiment with. Yeah. You know, um, give it a shot if you want to do it. Yeah. Have some have. I mean, have. Have an idea though, right? Like you, it's one, you can't just come back. Like we, we just, we, we talk about how we just sit behind the microphones and have conversation, like as though we don't plan it at all, but we do, we have, we have an idea of what our topic is going to be. And then on his end, he's researching sometimes am I, and I'm researching sometimes, you know, but I do try, I try to spend a little bit of time, you know, mm-hmm. at least knowing, you know, some bullet points of what I want to say. And how, if we're going to talk, if we're going to give data, make sure we can back that up and, and give the, you know, the, uh, the source, cite the sources and things like that. So yeah, there is work to it because I, I don't know, I keep coming back to the same word every, every time we podcast and that is useful. Mm-hmm. Mm. I, I mean, if we, if we didn't think that we were useful, then there would be, I wouldn't want to do it. It's a waste yeah. of our time. Yeah. 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 I think, uh, having a serving out attitude is important. You know, what, what can we do for other people, you know, and, yeah. and not, not in being right all the time, you know? Oh, that's you, not the case. Yeah. yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And you don't want to take yourself self too seriously, mm-hmm. but allow yourself to, to grow and, you know, um, allow the conversations or the topics that you, you, you use to, to, to further you, mm-hmm. uh, you know, as who you are. And yeah, just, I, I think that would be my biggest one is, is know what you're bringing. Know, know how, like you said, coach, being useful, you yeah. know, find that purpose. Yes. Um, yeah, I think yeah. it would be hard just to come up on it in, in here every week and talk about something that, you know, I'm trying to convince someone else that I'm absolutely right about. Right. And when I've done it, AKA Baker Mayfield, I've been wrong typically. So, uh, but yeah, so, you know, I love Baker Mayfield. I love Baker Mayfield. I love, yeah. But yeah, that's, yeah, I, I mean, did him it, dirty there a couple of years ago. He, he, he said, he said the, the, the phrase, I love Baker Mayfield. And I turned it in. I still, I, I still like Baker a lot, by the way. Oh, I do too. I felt bad for him this past week. Cause I, I was really, I was rooting for him, but no, I, I, I made, I did a little clip where it, he probably said it a hundred times in the, uh, in, in the little, 
post post treats me bad episode, episode. <laughs> yeah. it's hilarious. No, I tell you, do this. Answer this. If, if anybody that wants to do a podcast, or really anything in life, before you go out, set out to do it, answer this question, and it's just one word: why. Mm. When yeah. you know why, like when you have your why, then you, you've got it. Then yeah. then you then you move forward. Right, yeah. Good 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 word. Yeah, I was. I love that. Um, it, um, my last question is what do you ultimately hope audiences gain from listening to your podcast? There's a lot, but, <laughs> you know, I think for me, one of the, one of the biggest things that one of the, one of the biggest things that's the podcast has helped me with, mm-hmm. uh, over the past three or four years. And, you know, I've went from coaching what a, uh, let's see, a 13 year old and a, a nine-year-old hmm. uh, yeah. in different sports to now from the time we started yeah and and more importantly that being a parent to yeah. a 13 year old and nine-year-old athlete to now being a parent and a coach to a 17 year old and 13 year old is how to deal you know with with the, the challenges and the failures that they they experience and what that means to them as people and mm-hmm. and 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 you know how <laughs> how you how you measure that against yourself as who you are as a person. Um, there's, there's a lot of people out there that struggle with emotions when it comes to their, their kids in sports, whether yeah. they, you know, how good they are, or, you know, how well they do. I, and I was one of them. And, you know, we've said this a lot talking on the podcast is, you know, we want other people. We talk about our mistakes a lot, the things that we've done wrong as coaches yep. and as parents. Yep. And we want other people to hear those so that they can, maybe not make those same mistakes. So, you know, for me being a resource, you know, just uh, coach mentioned earlier, we talk about books and podcasts that we listen to and, you know, availability out on the internet and things like that, that, you know, we just want people to, to have information that we have and to share that information. But, you know, specifically for me, it's about that parent child relationship Mm -hmm. and, and uh, how that can be used with sports Mm -hmm. to, to grow and to further that kid and, and to help that child develop as a person and how it can hurt them in a lot right. of ways too. Yeah. Yeah. We, you know, as Pat said, we talk a lot about our failures and one of the things that we know as coaches, especially coaches of the sport of baseball is uh, you've got to learn how to learn from failure because yeah. there's a lot of it in life. And you know, I, the whole reason I even have a book or two book, you know, or two books is because of all the, I, I started writing about things that I failed in, uh, failed my kids in, failed my family and failed my teams in, and the way I coached um, some of the things I focused on that I would not focus on today and things like that. And so I kind of feel like if we can get those things out there and say, this is what we did wrong. We don't want you to do the same things wrong. Mm-hmm. People could learn from our failures you know, but I would say the same thing that we desire as coaches of our teams is what we desire when we come in here. I kind of see every week when we step in here, I feel like I'm coaching. I feel like I feel like I'm, you know, there are people out there who who need a coach today. And so what we're talking about, you know, is something that hopefully is going to help them get a little better because that's what we want our kids to do. We want them to get a little better. And I want them to, you know, because you're not going to be the best you can be tomorrow. 
fact, you're never going to be the best you can be because it's about the process. That's not right. You don't exactly. want to be. You never want but to you want to aim for it though. Yeah. And that's, and that's the goal, right? It's like, here's the target and it might be impossible to hit, but let's just keep going toward it. And that's kind of what we do on this podcast is we just keep going toward that target of just getting better, getting better, getting better. And it's the same thing we do with our kids on our, on our, uh, same thing we do with our families, same thing we do with our kids on our teams. Yeah, it's just, let's ourselves. just keep getting a little better. And then, you know what, that might translate into a championship someday. And, uh, uh, and for us as a podcast, it might translate into a, you know, a, 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 a what they call them, a, a webby, a webby someday. We'll get a, a webby for the best sports podcast one day. <laughs> I believe it. I'll be Thanks, rooting Kim. for you guys. Appreciate that. Get our nomination here. Yeah. Of course. Okay, that's yeah. Right. That's right. Um, is there anything else you guys would like to add that I haven't covered or is there anything you'd like to ask me? Oh, yeah. We've got all kinds of questions we'd like to ask you. We've been on for an hour, though. so <laughs> We should have you come back so we can talk to you again. Like, have you as, as our We'll guest. interview you. I would be, I would be 100% yeah. down for that. You'd be okay with that? Yeah. Okay, we'll do that. Yeah. Is this your first podcast? This is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Was it fun? It was so fun. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> uh, we yeah, really you appreciate bet. you coming in. Thank, well, thank you yeah, for sure. writing about us. So, yeah, of course. Sure. I'm so excited. So when will we guys. be able to see this article? Um, I think... Mm, it's due the 30th. Okay. So uh, I th- it will be edited that day, and I think it'll come out like either the like the day after that. So Who's your editor? Alyssa Cruz. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know Alyssa? Alyssa's one of my ambassadors. She's, oh, really? Yeah, she, she's fantastic. Yeah, she... She's also in my class this semester. Really? Yeah, two, two, of my, two of our college ambassadors that work for Scripps here are, uh, are also in my class, uh, Alyssa and Molly. Really yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Alyssa's great. She's Good. the best. Good deal. Yeah. So, uh, so if, if, if this is edited very poorly and, uh, there's, it, and like you make us say some things that we really didn't say, uh, Alyssa's who I go to to fire. Is that, is that right? <laughs> No, no. <laughs> no, we don't anticipate that at all. We don't anticipate that no, at all. Fire it's going to be first great before Alyssa. Like, <laughs> yeah, cool. So yeah, it's pretty cool. I, I I love the fact that you guys. That, I mean, that's one of the awesome things about Ohio University is mm-hmm. is the experiential learning that is particular. I, I mean, I could say this particularly in Scripps College of Communication. Yeah. I mean, the experiential learning here is second to none. It's yeah. I mean, with the, with the Post, the newspaper, the W O U B. Yeah, yes. truly. And I like mean, Gridiron and Hardwood, like they're oh going goodness. to these high school games, yes. and like reporting on them. And oh like, yeah. Getting yeah. nominated for Emmys. Yeah. I mean, it's incredible. Yeah. And, and coming out of these schools, right? Coming out of these, mm-hmm. our media school and our, all of our different schools, our students who are getting jobs in these areas as well, you mm-hmm. know, teaching here and then getting, you know, Evan Shaw, for example, yeah. you know, an old Meg's County boy, right? Works for NFL Films. You know, and he was teaching, he was teaching other students who had those same ambitions here and was getting so many gigs doing that, that he had to step away from teaching here. And now, I mean, yeah, it's, it's phenomenal. It's really cool actually to see what games he goes to every, every week. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's really cool that you're getting to do this. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Well, what do you think? We done? I think we're good. Yeah. (laughs) This is our, this is our, let's get out of here music. Right. (laughs) So maybe we should say then. If we have a little different audience listening to us this time, because they also wanted to hear Cammy, maybe we should say, hey, if, you, if, you, if you're interested in our podcast and you think it might be something that would be useful to you, then follow us. Subscribe. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And tell us what to talk about. Because when, when you, yeah, exactly. Because when you subscribe, what ha- you know, people don't, under, they don't understand this. Like some people just go out and look for podcasts, right? But when you subscribe, it just comes into your feed for you. It's an RS and podcasts are based on RSS feeds. And right. so 
Yeah, and so when yeah, you don't have to go looking for it. You can yeah. just have us every Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday, depending on when we record. It'll be Friday this week. So yeah, yeah. Those people are like, "Was well, Cammy going to be on every Tuesday, Wednesday?" Thursday? There you go. There you Probably go. Not. So, but you'll be able to hear this tomorrow morning. Yeah, so. I'm so excited. Yeah. Thank you guys so Good much. Good deal. Yeah, yep. nice meeting you, Cammy. Nice Thanks to meet for coming you guys. Out. Hope to have you back. Absolutely. Of course. <laughs>